Hello and welcome to the Beyond the Lyrics podcast, where we hear songs and stories from Canada's up-and-coming musicians. I'm Amanda, and across the table from me is Sam, and we have a seat saved for you. Well, Amanda, we have made it to the end of season two. Woohoo! Yay. It's very exciting. We have had some great guests on our show for season two, and I really feel like mm-hmm. we've learned a lot about what it takes to be a musician in, or an unsigned musician in today's industry. Yeah, there are a lot of parts of the job description. There are. And there's a lot of things that I feel that people who enter into the world of music actually don't know. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think they think they have to do it all alone. Right. And so that becomes very overwhelming. Yes. For our last episode of season two, we are talking to Sarah Catherine. And Sarah actually has a lyric in one of her songs that went viral on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I am far too, I don't know what the word is, probably old to use TikTok. Oh, no, you're not. You could totally learn it. Yeah, probably. No. Uh, now, you and me both write lyrics. Uh, do you have a favorite lyric that you've written that could maybe go viral on TikTok? <laughs> ah, I don't know if it would go viral. I don't even know if it's my favorite, but I would say that um, probably there's really meaningful lyrics in the first song that I ever wrote, probably because my first song and because mm. I wrote about something kind of serious. Um, so like the pre-chorus for mine is... Um, just like that. I'm five years old and I'm alone in the dark. I know the monster song is about to start. By now I know all the words by heart. And I Mm. always felt like that was pretty, like that like really painted a picture of what I was trying to say, you know? So I I like that. Yeah. I feel like I see that lyric in my mind or I can see you. That's good. You can see me as a five-year-old. As a five-year-old in the dark. What about you, Sam? Yeah. I think my favorite lyric I've ever written is uh, goes there's a picture on my wall that don't mean anything to me like a rainbow without color mm. and I've always really liked that rainbow without color um, mm-hmm. the metaphor or I guess I re- a simile so yeah that's my favorite lyric that I've ever written nice um, and it's in a song of mine called picture on my wall that everyone should go listen to right now everyone should go listen to it we don't plug Spotify enough on this podcast <laughs> I'm not plugging Spotify. They can listen to it on whatever platform they want. I'm just plugging Sam Loker. That is very true. (laughs) Well, we're now going to hear our interview with Sarah Catherine. But before we do, we're going to hear the song that her lyric that went viral on TikTok comes from, which is called I'd Be Dead Too. I guess you could say that I made a mistake. Everything you did 
accident just for the hope you might call but we don't talk Sarah thank you so much for being on our podcast we're really pleased you could join us Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, we were chatting a little before and I just wanted to say again that I'm a huge fan of the podcast, so I'm really honored to be here. Um, and, you know, lyrics are really important to me and I love how much emphasis you guys put on that. So really excited to chat. Um, and yeah, thank you so much. Aw, thank you. That's really <laughs> sweet of you. So let's hear about you. Take us way back to the beginning. How did you start writing songs? Yeah, so um, I started writing songs at the beginning of COVID quarantine. So I think it was like 2020 around then. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I always liked singing, but songwriting wasn't really something that I had tried. However, I did actually used to, for fun, rewrite lyrics to songs that I loved. So like mm -hmm. I, I never knew how to write the melody and like that was something I never understood. But I've always been a huge lyric person um so sometimes i would like take a song and just like write the lyrics how it fits like a situation i'm going through um but mm. i didn't really consider that songwriting at that point um and then yeah I think so that then, totally counts i think so like now that i'm saying it out loud <laughs> but before i never really saw it that way um so yeah and then i actually started writing my own songs like with with their own melodies um yeah, in like 2020. And it was just because, you know, I was a little bit bored at home, being stuck. <laughs> and then there was just, yes. yeah, <laughs> and a lot of a lot of things going through my life in terms of like, um, like breakups or like just situations like that, that I just felt like a drive to write about. Um, so that definitely inspired me. And then I wrote my first song. And then now I'm here. <laughs> I never stopped, basically. <laughs> Well, the song we heard at the beginning, uh, it was called I'd Be Dead Too. Uh, and that's from your debut EP, uh, which came out a few months ago. And that got a bit of attention, that song, on TikTok. Uh, I'm a little bit too old to have TikTok, so I didn't see that. I apologize. <laughs> uh, tell, us what, tell us what happened uh, with that on TikTok. Yeah, that was really exciting. So um, I actually also released that one as a single before it was on the EP. And it was my second single ever. Um, and I had kind of started posting on TikTok maybe around the same time I started songwriting, but I kind of mostly posted covers at first. Um, and I didn't mm -hmm. really pick up much traction, to be honest, but I was just doing it for fun um, because I had never really posted myself singing before. And then I started songwriting and I was like, well, I'll just post little things here and there just in case anyone sees them. Um, because I had seen quite a few songwriters kind of blow up on TikTok when it was still early. So it was really exciting. Um, mm -hmm. So I started I started posting and I started building like a little bit of a following, but nothing like intense, like maybe like a couple hundred um, and just kept posting and posting. And then um, one day I was in the car and I just had like this conversation and I was just like upset about it. So um, I ended up like writing this whole song, like most of it was written in the car. Um, and then I wrote it just really quickly and it was very like raw and emotional in the moment. So I was like, well, I'll just have to post a TikTok about it like right now. Um, so I recorded a TikTok of it in my car. Um, and then I posted that one. So that one was the first one, but it was, again, it didn't pick up too much. 
Then, as I started working more on the song and like really putting it together, I wrote the bridge, which was a very special part to me. Um, and then once I finished the song, I always knew like the bridge is what I want to post because it just means a lot to me and it's like very honest. So mm. for my TikTok, I recorded myself in the car saying that I thought it was like the best bridge I've ever written because bridges are like my favorite part, both lyrically and through the actual music. Um, so I posted a clip of the bridge and just kind of me like singing along to it in the car. And then I was completely surprised that it like blew up, blew up in terms for me, like there's definitely like way more viral videos, but to me, like it was a lot. I think it was like over 40,000 views or something. Wow. And oh, yeah, that's a lot. It was, yeah, definitely a lot for me. What was the one lyric? Yeah, so the lyric is, um, and the worst thing is that I'd imagine an accident just for the hope you might call. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. It was, it's one of those things like um, I've definitely had the thought before and it's kind of like something that I didn't really want to share. Like it's kind of not a good thought to have. Um, but then I put it in the song because it's very honest to me. And then I was so surprised that so many people had commented about that specific part and saying how they totally do that all the time. And it's so nice to know like they're not the only one who does it. Um, so, yeah. I uh, I can't believe that you didn't use any of your when you rewrote lyrics to other people's songs. I can't believe you didn't put that on TikTok. Yeah, because I, I did that a lot when I was like maybe in high school. So I haven't done it much lately. Um, oh. I just kind of did it when I was younger. But yeah, I haven't done it for a while. So I never really thought about posting that. But it's it's something that I do think actually like that's a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, like I think a lot of people would Great appreciate Great content that. idea, Sam. <laughs> Thanks for the idea. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just here for the ideas. <laughs> so, how would you describe your music career so far in three words? Hmm, I would say fast, um, exciting, and emotional. So I would say fast mm. because yeah. I feel like it all happened really fast. Like I feel like a lot of um, artists have kind of been writing for a long time. And and I mean like full writing, like everything. But mm -hmm. I it's been pretty recent for me, everything. And then my next word is very exciting um, mm -hmm. because it's just like so many things were happening and it's nothing I ever expected. Um, like I had just kind of been writing for myself and then I just started posting, but I never thought like anyone would really listen to it. Like I thought it'd be just be people I know and then maybe like 20 random people. <laughs> <sighs> so it's been so exciting. Like, and again, like, it's not like I'm some huge artist, but to me, like someone who never thought this would happen, it, it is very unbelievable to me and I'm just having so much fun with it. And then my last word was emotional because... <laughs> emotional in terms of like how excited and happy I am about how it's turning out but also emotional because a lot of my songs are very sad so mm. going through the process of writing them sometimes reliving old situations um, is very emotional so fast exciting and emotional do you know what else is fast exciting and emotional 
No, I do not. <laughs> a quick fire question round. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the podcast. You're excited. I'm emotional and it's going to be fast. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Here we go. First question. One song everyone thinks is good, but you think is bad. <laughs> this is the first thing I can think of, but that song, Let It Rock from like the 2000s or like around 2009 or something like that what is the most used app on your phone mm, maybe my notes app or my voice memo app because mm. i write all my lyrics there or i record like random writing sessions on my voice memos what is the last thing you drank water mm. i'm a big water drinker healthy <laughs> if you could only wear one color for the rest of your life what would it be blue blue is my favorite color and jeans are blue and mm. i wear a lot of blue shirts too so same <laughs> would you rather have a pet panda or a pet giraffe mm, a pet panda i feel like it would be very cute and cuddly i'm not sure if mm -hmm. they are though yeah i feel, no? like, they're I not, mean. I feel like they're not friendly <laughs> i think they're quite uh aggressive from what i've heard <laughs> yeah I think, but maybe if she brought it up from a baby, yeah, like it's yeah. like its mother, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be uh, nice to me. All right, well, good job. You've made it through the fast, exciting, and emotional quick fire round of questions. Thank you. We will continue our emotional experience now by listening to your song Dancing with You in Another Life. Well, that was dancing with you in another life and it sounds like another song with many layers of stories and quite honestly sadness uh so uh sarah could you maybe tell us a little bit about what this one is about yeah so thank you for pointing out the sadness <laughs> <laughs> uh, this song was so much fun i think it was my favorite song that i've ever worked on um because it like you said, has stories, so it tells a story. Um, and it starts off, it's basically about a couple who meets at a party 
um, well, cleaning up after a party. And then, of course, it progresses and they get into a relationship and they're together for a while now. But then, you know, things go wrong and then they end up uh, splitting ways and breaking up. And the course is about when you break up with someone and you kind of go out with your friends, whether it's to a bar or a club or a party, just trying to like get over it and meet other people. But then you can't stop thinking about this person and maybe in another life you would be out dancing with them and not with your friends. But the whole idea is that both of these people are doing that at the same time. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the bridge, my favorite part of a song, <laughs> is where, um, you know, there's kind of that realization after being out with the friends that, you know, you're having fun, but you literally can't stop thinking about this one moment where you were dancing with them alone in the laundry room like just some wholesome sad moment um, mm. that just reminds you that you can't get over them and then it ends off that yeah like it's just it's just sad and that you wish you were dancing with them um, but this one like you said it's sad the lyrics are sad but I had a lot of fun with the production because I kind of wanted to like dress up this song to sound like an upbeat song, even though the lyrics are very sad. Um, and because the idea of it is like at a club or a bar or something, I used like a lot of elements in the production to kind of mirror that. So like even in the second chorus, there's like a fog machine that plays throughout like in the background and it's just supposed to like build and build and build and then the way because a lot of times when I write my songs I imagine like a music video in my head of like what how the story is being told so you seem to like writing sad lyrics why is that yeah I think I'm I've always been quite dramatic and I feel like I always listen to sad songs like before I started writing it was just like my favorite genre um, I also mm -hmm. love sad movies. <laughs> it's like I like making myself artificially sad, like over things that aren't actually that relevant to me. Um, but like I'll just like think about like a sad movie or something. And I always feel like a good cry is necessary. Um, and I almost like celebrate that because I feel like it's important to express your emotions. And I think a lot of people try to hide when they're sad but I feel like clearly through my music I'm sad a lot of the time and I'm okay to <laughs> express it and I just think that like feeling sad is such a strong emotion and I always felt like a song or a movie was so great if it could really make me like really sad and like cry mm. <laughs> because mm -hmm. I'm like that's so powerful that it's has nothing to do with what's actually happening right now but I'm like crying over some movie or something so I like to do that through music um and every time I try to write a happy song it usually ends up turning out sad instead <laughs> hey that's okay there is a great space for sad songs yeah like that's all like what all the heartbreak songs are about and I also like really grew up with Taylor Swift and she writes a lot of amazing sad songs. So I think that mm -hmm. that was an influence as well. <laughs> Sam writes sad songs too. I do yeah. Sad songs too. yeah. I didn't Yay. used to. I used to be known for writing happy songs. I used to get have people being like, oh, I'm on my way on like a road trip and your songs are like accompanying me because they're like so happy. And then I got older and I started writing sad songs. I don't know what happened. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I eventually start writing some happy songs actually i wrote 
my first, not my first, but like my first happy song that I will actually probably release like yesterday. So okay. things are looking hmm. up. <laughs> well, in all fairness, you have yet to write a song that when we haven't been in COVID, like there has been some kind of worldwide mm-hmm. trauma for the entirety of your songwriting life. So yes. maybe, maybe once you kind of like do things that outside of the COVID bubble, maybe you'll be able to have some more happy songs. Be less sad. Yeah, yeah. that's such a good point. Like maybe I'll like travel and write some like fun road yeah. trip music. But, or not. Maybe sad songs are your thing. Your sad songs are great. So, I mean, thank you. Yeah. Don't, don't change what's not broken. Um, <laughs> you told us uh, about I'd Be Dead Too that you liked the way that your lyric kind of brought people together. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of united people. Um, so it's obviously a lyric that people felt that they could relate to um, and that people kind of really felt. Um, so how how do you then go about writing lyrics that you know others can relate to? Hmm, that's an interesting question. It depends. So sometimes my songs are very much based off of something that directly happened to me. And, you know, usually things that are happening to me like other people are going through similar things. So I'll just write how I'm feeling. And then in the way that I write my lyrics, it's not like I kind of plan out what I want to say. A lot of times I'll just start playing a few chords and then I'll just like sing whatever comes out of my mind. So like whatever melody and then whatever lyrics come out. And then I kind of like develop a story. So if it's something that happens to me, like I'll just focus on the things. And I really like to like hone in on specific details that I think a lot of other people probably experienced as well. Mm. Um, but then I also will sometimes write songs like Dancing With You Another In Another Life. <laughs> Can't even say my own song title properly. <laughs> um, that are <laughs> like a story that isn't really directly related to me at all. Um, but those are more so like watching a movie through a song. So in terms of the way the story is told and what's happening, I don't know if anyone would specifically relate to that. However, there's definitely parts throughout the song that are more relatable. Um, For example, like the pre-chorus is, it's something like um, you apologize a million times, but you never try to make it right. Should have never had to lie to all my friends about you. So I feel like a lot of people have probably experienced something like that, whether it's about someone romantic Mm -hmm. or just literally anyone. So it kind of sounds like you like dig down into what you really are feeling or you really have thought and that ends up being relatable. Like the more honest you are with your own thoughts. Yes, exactly. Because it's such an interesting question because I actually don't think I have intentionally been like, okay, how can I make this really relatable to other people? It's kind of like, I'll just write how I'm feeling. And then after I write it, I'm like, oh, that lyric is probably pretty relatable because you know, like mm-hmm. I go on TikTok a lot. Like you can see like just random things people say. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure people have gone through something similar as well. Yeah. Like you might even be putting words to things that people haven't even recognized. Like they have maybe not dug deep enough to recognize it until they hear it. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. Amanda Thank loves you. stuff like that. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. So Sarah, what's next for you? What do you see? your music future yeah so um i took a little bit of a break from releasing after my ep came out in september but i've 
still been writing in the background and you know I think as I listen and find new artists and different inspirations like I just love to write like that's honestly my favorite part is the writing um so I write a lot and I need to actually start releasing again which is like what's next for me um I want to like release a few singles I definitely want to write and finish a happy song for once (laughs) (laughs) and just keep putting music out and like sharing it with other people um I've also only performed two times so my first performance was the summer that just passed and I really really love performing so that's definitely something that I want to do more especially as the weather here um in Canada gets better and people Mm -hmm. are out more um and our restrictions are lifting and exactly you're gonna have actual opportunity to do it Yeah, exactly. And yeah, I just want to like do even more. Um, And the performances is just something that is very new to me as well. So I'm very looking forward to doing that. Well, if people want to get sad with you or if they want to anxiously wait for a happy song, where can they find you online? Yeah, so um, on Instagram, my handle is underscore Sarah Catherine. Um, and I said this a few times, but my Catherine name is spelt differently. <laughs> so it's Sarah with an H, but it's Catherine, C-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. So that's my Instagram. And my Spotify is also Sarah Catherine. Um, my TikTok is the same handle as the Instagram one. And I would say TikTok is probably where I post the most because I'm basically posting like a snippet of a new song I write usually every week or every two weeks. So I love to share on there and like talk to people who listen to my music and love listening to sad songs. <laughs> well, great. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. Really appreciate um, you being so kind about our podcast, being a fan, but also uh, mm-hmm. for you taking the time to tell us all about your sad songs. Uh, we are going to close and end now with your song, Exclusively Nervous. exclusively nervous and sarah actually has a new single which is coming out on april the 1st 2022 so make sure that you are following her on her social media platforms or uh, on spotify or wherever it is that you stream music so that you can hear that single as soon as it comes out it is sarah catherine and it is catherine with an ar not an er 
We don't want people to spell that wrong. And thank you so much for listening to this episode and all the episodes that we've put out. Don't forget that you can go back and listen to any episode that you'd like to hear again, or if you missed it the first time. Do you want to be part of our Beyond the Lyrics community? We hang out on Instagram at Beyond the Lyrics Podcast. And if you don't have Instagram, we're on Facebook with that name as well. And we would love it if you would please review this podcast, leave us a rating and share it with others who might also enjoy our opening music is by 5J Barrow and you can find them on Spotify. Now this is our last episode of season two, but don't worry, there's going to be some fun bonus episodes coming out in the next few weeks. See you there.